1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're down to the final four in the NFL. Yes, the Green Bay Packers are one of those teams. Aaron Rodgers, one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. Yes, he put a whipping on Dak Prescott, Dakota Prescott yesterday, and 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 I and, I'm, and I must admit, um, I, I thought Dakota Prescott d- didn't did an outstanding job for the Dallas Cowboys. I just really think that um that um that uh, Jason Garrett was outcoached in this game and there's no doubt about it in my opinion on the last drive when 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 the Dallas Cowboys had the ball and they were up by 3 points they were they were up by 3 points Dakota Prescott gets the ball and he spikes the ball down they were they were in the field goal range because they kicked the field goal from that position he spikes the ball. The next play, they throw a pass for four yards. The next play, they throw an incomplete pass. Well, they only had two downs because they had already wasted a down on first down. So now they have to kick a field goal. Why would you spike the ball and kill the clock when you really needed to run clock off the run clock off because you don't want to give you don't want to give uh, Aaron Rodgers the ball. You really do not want to give Aaron Rodgers the ball with 35 seconds left. I mean, you know, um, Aaron Rodgers with 35 seconds, six plays, 42 yards, touchdown. I mean, you know, it's just it's it's you just cannot you you cannot expect a quarterback of Aaron Rodgers' ability to not go down and score a touchdown. With 35 seconds on the clock. Hey, guys, ladies and gentlemen, we got Tim calling. That's from uh, from Lauderdale, Florida. What's up, Tim? Hey, what's up, D? How you doing, man? Hey, loving life. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Tim Sim, one of my um, former teammates from University of Miami. Um, Tim, how's it going? You were, you were once in the Dallas Cowboys um, camp, weren't you? Uh, yes, how you doing? Yep. Everything's going well. Everything's going cute. Hey, man, everything's going lovely. You know, we're down to the Final Four. In uh, in the NFL playoffs, uh, Matt Ryan. Um, this is as far as he's been in the playoffs, and some people wonder, is this as far as he's going to go? You know, Aaron Rodgers. He's been there before. I uh, won a Super Bowl without Brett Brett Favre. Um, but then there's Tom Brady, man. You know, and Tom Brady. He 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 is the cream cream dollar cream. You know, he he's the cream of the crop. Has the most Super Bowls going into going uh, into these Final Four, the Super Bowl, or the um, NFL playoffs. Um I just don't see too many people um being able to beat Tom Brady. However, the Pittsburgh Steelers Ben Roethlisberger has has pedigree. He's been there. He's taken his team to the Super Bowl. He's won Super Bowls in Pittsburgh. Can he be the man to dethrone Tom Brady? Um I think so. You think, I think so? so.
2: Yeah, I think I think he has the ability to do so. I mean, because he has the toughness, and that's what it takes to beat a team like New England, and he can play in all conditions, and, and you can depend on him being there throughout the game, So, and he has the cast around him, and right now, they're a hot team, and that's what it's the playoff run is about being hot, and when a team is hot, they have a chance to go all the way, I mean, just a few years ago, when... And fight when um, Green Bay beat um, Pittsburgh um, a couple of years back. They was a wild card team, and they went all the way. And so, there's no reason I don't think this team is going to be intimidated by the mystique of the New England Patriots. So, I think it's going to be a great ball game. It's, it, it, it's going to be a toss up, in my opinion. I mean, it's got to be Brady, but with no Gronkowski, I think that neutralized them. I think it's a, even. I
1: think it's even in match when you look at it from that standpoint. I, I, I would agree with you. And um, you make a, a valid point without Gronkowski. Uh, he makes he you know, he's a difference maker every time he touches the field. And and, you, and I would agree with you, too, Tim, that uh, Ben Roethlisberger is a proven quarterback and he can play in any kind of weather. You know, there's probably not going to be any worse weather than he plays in in Pittsburgh. And um, and and and. I think we saw some vulnerability in that team in New England uh, over the weekend. Tom Brady got sacked, I think, three times um, during that game. Uh, he threw two interceptions. That's definitely not the Tom Brady that we used to seeing. And, um, you know, two interceptions is a big deal in the playoffs. And I think if he throws two interceptions against Pittsburgh, it could be a whole lot different than throwing two interceptions against the Houston Texans.
2: Well, I want to keep it in mind, and with with all due respect to Tom Brady, he's a great player, and um, he's going to rally that team. and It's not going to be; uh, they're not going to go in there and lay down. or uh, uh, I don't think they'll uh, lay an egg for two weeks in a row. I think he's going to play better. I think it was a little rust with him at this on this um, on, in this particular game. I think I expect him to play better the next game. But moving forward, I also don't think he has. The supporting cast that he's always had, you always have a key player that will build him out. Now this this new guy, Deion Lewis, I think he, think he played great the other day. That you know he was an X factor, but I think it's gonna be it's gonna go down to the wire, man. I think it's gonna be a great game, and I think it's the best two teams that's left in the AFC, and I think that's all we can ask for is to um, to have the best
1: team playing for it all. I, I would agree with you, and these are these are definitely the best two teams left. They've they've proven themselves. They put them in put themselves in position to um, to, to to play for the um, AFC championship, and um and, you know I think it's going to be interesting to see this running attack because you know New England has uh, Dion Lewis, but they also have uh, LeGarrette Blount. And, you know the, the word over the weekend is that LeGarrette Blunt was uh, under the weather last week, and um. Maybe he didn't perform at his best. He had eight rushes for 31 yards, and that's not the kind of numbers that we usually see from LeGarrette Blount. But LeDavion Bell and LeGarrette Blount got busted last year before the season started for uh, smoking weed in the car during during the preseason so, I think this is going to be like a little, little re- reunited for, for both of them. You know, they, somebody's going to talk about that throughout the week. So, we might as well bring it up first here on the Sports Info UM show.
2: He has an action grind, you know, in my opinion. So, he's going to play well. Man. I mean, look, you know, you got to
1: respect this guy, um,
2: Gary Bunk. I think if he's in the ball game, he's going to pound that rock now. I mean, with 30 carries, I mean, we just don't know. But... I think there's too many teams lose the game before they, before the game actually start when they're playing New England because they, they're intimidated by the mystique, you know, with Belichick and um, um, and Tom Brady. And I don't think this team is gonna gonna do that. I don't think um, Coach Tomlin is gonna allow it, and I don't think um, Ben Rosberg is gonna allow it. Anytime you uh, in a game of this magnitude, and you got um, and you got a quarterback. Like Ben Rosenborough, he can will his team to victory as much as Tom Brady can. So I'm eager to find out, you know, what's going to happen that you know um, when the game, you know, by 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 the game ends. And I'm really looking forward to it because I think it's going to be a great game. And I think that Pittsburgh is going to upset them because I think they're hot, and they've been playing. They don't want nine straight, and um, I and I think at this time they feel like they can beat anybody, and I don't see them. Um, um. If they play their best, I think they very much can win this game. And I think if New England play their best, I still
1: think it's time. At this time, they yeah, I play them. And I'm just eager to see what happens moving forward. Yeah, I, I am too. Um, and, and, and Tim, I know we got to let you go, but have you ever seen a running back with the style of LeGarrette Blunt? Is it an offensive line that let him let stutter, stutter, stutter? pick a hole and just take off in it. And and, and I, I've never seen a running back do that. And I, I know no running back coach could ever coach a running back to do that either. But this is the same style this kid ran with at Michigan State.
2: Well, I think this is a unique um, talent that Le'Veon um, Bell um, that brings to the game. I'm really um, – I'm in awe about what I see with this guy because I don't even see how this style can be effective, but apparently it is, and nobody <laughs> seems to stop it. It almost reminds me of when they um, um, came up with the um, um, that um, with uh, Miami. Or the Miami came up with that um, that um, style they were running with the um, running back. I forgot what you call that. Um. Um, and um, if I expect I expect the New England to stop that, to be honest with you. I don't see this guy going dancing in the hole with New Englanders. I think he's going to have to run in there. And if he don't, I think it's going to be some trouble. And I hope that this don't become a trend with all the players moving forward because I don't think this can be uh, a style that any running back can last with.
1: I don't know what you think. I don't think this style could be duplicated. I've never seen it done before. However, he's very effective doing it. And, and from time to time, you'll see him. He'll, he'll hit the hole and take off into it, or he'll hit the hole and try to drive for a couple, of yards, couple of yards. But it's very seldom that you see this guy stop for a two-yard loss even with all the stuttering and carrying on. You know, you, you look at him, man, 30 rushes last week for 170 yards. I mean, we, we really just don't see those kind of numbers in the NFL, and we definitely don't see those kind of numbers the closer we get to the top of the pyramid in these NFL playoffs.
2: Well, he's a special bike. I would say that, man. He's very special, and that's why I say they have a chance to beat him, man, because I think with this guy on the field, and between him and Antonio Brown and Bill Rossberg, I think they could beat any, anybody anywhere at any time. And I don't think that it matter where he plays at. I don't think it the condition matter. That's why I'm eager to see. But I know that Coach Belichick is gonna have a defense for it. He's not gonna allow that to happen. He's not gonna let this guy beat him. I don't think Ben Rossberg gonna have to find or the Steelers. Gonna have to find another um, way of beating him because he uses he the very best at taking taking away what you can do best. So I anticipate him to stop that, but who knows? Now nobody has stopped it yet, so you know,
1: we're going to see what happens. You know, on Sundays we, we we will see what happens. And um, you know, the New England Patriots had four people to run the ball besides Tom Brady on um on Sunday, and and that was on Saturday, and they only and and they only could come up with ninety eight yards. Well, LeDavian Le- Bell was the only rusher for the Pittsburgh Steelers besides Ben Roethlisberger, and he had 170 yards by himself. So I, I really think that's something we got to watch. And, uh, and we all know that you got to be able to control the ball to keep those um, New England Patriots off the field. Your offense is just as much of a defense against the New England Patriots. As, um, as your defense is because you don't want those guys to be able to dominate the clock. Because if they dominate the clock, they're dominating the game.
2: Well, I think um, I think they pretty much did that against Kansas City, but Kansas City was in that game. They're not going to be able to beat the Patriots if they go out and kick in field goals. They're going to have to go touchdown to win this game. Field goal won't do it. I mean, they played, you know, they played exceptionally well on this last game, but if they're going to depend on field goals to win it, it, it's not going to happen. You know, if you can't score touchdown, you won't be the New England Patriots.
1: I can assure you of that. And, and and you are exactly right, Tim. Um, you know, this, 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 they, they scored a record, um, Six field goals Six field in this goals, game. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and right. didn't score a touchdown. Got in the red zone quite a few times, but could not come right. up with touchdown. You are not going to be able to beat the New England Patriots without scoring touchdowns, and um, we, we we both know that. That's and and not to say that they won't score touchdowns because we know Antonio Brown is just, is just an explosive player. Now, one thing I want to say, Tim, is that you know Antonio Brown has done something that I thought. Is just cross the line as far as athletes are concerned, especially football players. Now, he had a cell phone in the locker room after the game, and he was recording their, their victory celebration uh, in the locker room. And actually, he recorded his head coach calling the uh, New England Patriots assholes. And I think he's going to, you know, and, and then he went on to just keep on recording and recording and recording. And I think some things are sacred. And some of the things that we say in the locker room amongst each other, when coaches get up and speak, um, you know, some things may be recorded, but a lot of the stuff that's said is not for the public to be hearing or seeing or, or even know about.
2: Yeah, I agree with you on that. I think that was very unprofessional, but that's the time, that's the day and time of the modern athlete. They just they social media conscious, and, and you know, I guess now you just have to adjust to that sort of thing. It's just it's not surprising, even though I'm disappointed in him, especially in that, you know, he's a um, South Florida boy as well, and I think he's a great talent. And I just hope he's not doing these things because he's big at it. And I hope that don't interfere with, his success on Sunday, and uh, we're gonna find out because it's gonna it's gonna really turn up the heat on his performance. Because if you look at when Odell Beckham Jr. he took the um, the receivers down to Miami and um, and they did the little pose on the boat and and you know what I don't think that was warranty as well. And he went out there and he and he and he and he and he and he, and he, and he tanked it. I mean, these guys touch his head and I think this can be the same
1: type of thing, you know. I, if you believe in karma, I, I, I think you're right, Tim, and um, and I'm sure if you polled um, ten football players, you no, know, if you polled a thousand football players, I'm sure about 900 are going to say they do believe in karma. It might even be tipping the scale at a little higher than 900 of them saying they believe in karma. So that's just how we how we think, man. You know, so. A lot of things we do as young people, sometimes we think maybe a day later, say, oh, man, I shouldn't have did that. And you ain't even got to be that young to be, doing, to be saying that either. Sometimes as adults and older people, I'm in my 50s now, and every once in a while I say, oh, wow. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have did that. I should have did a little different. Or I should have said something. Hey, Tim. Hey, man, thanks for calling Sports Info, you on radio show, man. We really appreciate you calling and giving us your insight on the NFL playoffs and, and everything that's going on in the world of sports.
2: And thank you, man, for your time, okay? And take care, man, and
1: God bless you. God bless you, brother. We appreciate you. When you call back, we got to talk more about these Miami Hurricanes. Thanks, Tim. we Will do. See you. Bye-bye. See you. And that was Tim Sims, former University of Miami. Hurricane. And uh, he lives down in uh, in Fort Lauderdale. Tim is doing his thing down there in Lauderdale. You know, and, oh man, talk about a great guy, superhuman being, good guy to talk to, and uh, do anything in the world for me. I don't know about you, but do anything in the world for me. I appreciate you, Tim. Hey guys, but um, you know, Aaron Rodgers, wow, wow. Aaron Rodgers, you know, what what, what it wasn't long ago that people had literally just counted this guy out. I mean, and I'm talking about this season. We were we were actually shaking our head and saying, um, can he take this team to the playoffs? Well, Aaron Rodgers is not only taking his team to the playoffs. He's taking his team to the N- NFC championship game and one game from the Super Bowl. So, I, I hey, I, I applaud you, Aaron Rodgers. And I'm not one of them guys that was talking about you, Aaron. Some of them other people was talking about you. It wasn't me. No, it, it was not me. I had nothing bad to say about you. I still think you're a superstar. And, Jordy, and without Jordy Nelson, Aaron Rodgers put this team on his back, drove them down the field on a last drive, and scored a touchdown. Um not a field goal, a touchdown. And uh, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I don't think I don't think um the Dallas Cowboys coach, um Garrett, is gonna catch enough heat about this, but I really think that he should catch a lot of heat because this is the same guy. I'm telling you, when it's first down and you got the ball on your 40-yard line and you spike the ball. To stop the clock, that was the last thing you wanted to do. You, the, the last thing you wanted to do was to um, spike the ball during that time, because when you spike the ball, spike the ball, you, you, the clock stops. Come on, I, I, I'm, I'm really so disappointed because I think that Dallas had a chance to, um, to really do some things in that game, and I, 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 I'll be the first person to tell you that I'll blame their coach. Um, um, you know he won't he won't lose his job but i will blame their coach hey guys we're going to take a quick commercial break and when we get back we'll talk more about the afc championships the nfc championship hey we'll even talk a little bit about russell wilson in the future we'll be back guys right after these messages
0: Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel.
3: Join Matt Fish and Alex Clancy every week for Rebound Radio. We'll talk with the legends of basketball about how they got started, their rise to the top of the game, how basketball has changed their lives, and what they're up to now. Just like the game itself, you'll find that lives can pivot on a dime. There can be last-minute saves, and life is anything but run-of-the-mill. Rebound Radio can be heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You won't want to miss the next show.
0: Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info U.M. with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoun3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show.
1: And welcome back to Sports Info you know, um, You know, we talk about Aaron Rodgers and how well he's doing. But there's one person at the top. And that's Tom Brady, you know. And, and until he's dethroned as the number one quarterback, the best quarterback in the league, until if Aaron Rodgers wins the Super Bowl this year, we might even give him that title. But um, he has to, he has to get to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl before we can give him that title. And I don't think Ben Roethlisberger will ever have that title because he's just not. He he he's not Hollywood. He's not glamorous. He's just kind of like that. Uh, how, how do we call them? those steel-working Pittsburgh kind of guys. You know, that's just who he is. He's If, if, if Ben Roethlisberger um, had more of a, had blonde hair and looked thinner and one walk with, a, with his feet all cocked out and slew foot and all that, then this cat would be in that same cat. He could possibly dethrone Tom Brady someday. But uh, he, he's just not a, uh, he, you know, um he just don't have the, the, the persona to be the, the, the cream dollar cream of NFL quarterbacks. Because we look back at some of the top quarterbacks to ever play the game. You know, we look at, uh, at Roger Starbeck. Roger Starbeck back in the day, man, the guy had curly hair. He played for the Dallas Cowboys. He looked like, he, 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 he had that look. You know, Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw, even though he had a receding hairline when he played football, he had that look. You know, the guy looked like he was a a, a superstar. You know, and 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 we can go on and on and on. You know, um, I, I well, I, I don't know. I think about Ken Stable. Ken Stabler looked like a a very sophisticated man at quarterback for the New England Patriots. So he had that look as well. You know, he had that look of a, a, almost like a a Clint Eastwood kind of guy, you know. And, And I tell you, man, these guys that have had the top throne at quarterback, they had that look. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, when he played the position, he had the look. He had the talk. He had the walk. Hey, he was Peyton Manning. You know, say no more. Tom Brady is Tom Brady. And we're wondering, you know, Tom Brady's getting up in age. He, if he's not 39, he's going to be 39 coming up soon. Now, how long will he be able to play? You know, we've seen some people this week call it quits. Um, 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 folk for, uh, for the Houston Texans said he thinks this is his last game. You know, he think he played his last game on Sunday. And uh, I'm trying to think of the other person that played um, over the weekend that said that they think that that was their last game. Steve Smith came out and said he thinks that. Uh, well, his, his, he said he's going to retire. So you know, um, Tom Brady is getting up there in age, and uh, I don't know how much longer we're going to be able to see this guy play at the level that he's that um, he's used to playing at. However, he's in the he's playing for. The AFC championship this week against the Pittsburgh Steelers against that guy who I say is not the doesn't have the look of a superior quarterback or a superstar quarterback or or a um, flamboyant kind of guy. He's playing against that guy. And I'm talking about Ben being Roethlisberger. You know, Ben, you know, he he just knows how to get the job done. You know, they're playing in New England. New England has a home field advantage. Advantage. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how this thing works out. Uh, I, 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 I'm pulling for Pittsburgh. I think that um, I think they have a serious shot at winning. Uh, I'm uh, uh, and I am a I am a big time Belichick fan. I, I actually admire the New England Patriots. I think they, um, the, I think their program is, is superior, and so I guess I'm sort of, um, um I'm, <laughs> I guess I'm sort of pulling for the underdog, and the Pittsburgh Steelers would definitely be the underdog, and as much as I've. Um, and as much as I've given Coach Tomlin a hard time, the Pittsburgh Steelers coach, and and it was some years ago, not long ago, that I thought that uh, I thought the Pittsburgh might even be considering um, um, getting rid of um, on Coach Tomlin. They did not. Thank God they didn't. Thank God they didn't listen to me. You know, but I've I've given him a hard time. You know, but they played this. Um, they played January twenty second on um, at six forty. Pittsburgh is the third ranked team. The, um, the New England Patriots are the number one ranked team. Wow, this is going down. It's going down. It's going down in the DM, baby. I'm telling you. And um Re-Ray Packers will take on the Atlanta Falcons. We haven't talked much about Atlanta Falcons and Matt Ryan. Julio Jones, you know, Julio Jones is a, is a is an awesome receiver. He has had trouble staying on the field. You know, staying healthy is is uh, has been his concern. So it's going to be interesting to see if Julio Jones can stay healthy. Um, I, if he, let's just put it like this: if he if he can't stay healthy, um, they can't win. That's the bottom line. You know, if Julio Jones is not healthy, then they won't. They they have no chance of winning. And I hate to say it like that, but if your premier player on offense is 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 out, then you will you're, you're going to struggle. Um, the the one thing they have in their favor is um, this game is in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, so that 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 alone should give them a little boost. But really, I don't think it's enough to um, to take on the uh, to take out the. Uh, the Green Bay Packers. I think I think Green Bay has has enough. I think they. Um, I, I really think they have enough to um, to beat this team. I, I you know I've always, I've been really a little bit skeptical about this running back that um that the Green Bay Packers uh, put out there, Montgomery, um, a, a one time wide receiver at Stanford, and um, but um, the guy has done an adequate job. Um, this in, the whole time they've had him at running back. For the Packers, so I I really think that um, that Green Bay has a chance of taking this. You know, when we look at this game um, um, yesterday, Green Bay only rushed the ball for 87 yards. Aaron Rodgers threw threw the ball for 327. I just really think that um, you know the the rushing attack is is a serious deal because when we look at that Atlanta Seattle game. Um, that guy Freeman is a is a heck of a running back. I watched this kid when he was in college at Florida State, and uh, he still appears to be running the ball extremely well. Um, last year, he suffered some injuries, but um, he's come on strong um, this year. So it's no, it's no doubt that, um, you know, he's going to have a, a productive game. Uh, um, he's going to do his thing. You know, and he's a he's an adequate receiver as well. Four four receptions for eighty yards, and he had uh fourteen rushes for forty five yards. So uh, Freeman is um in in you know this is, this this is his first playoff because last year he was injured. Um, so I think that this is this is going to be interesting to see how well uh, how well they do in these playoffs. It's going to be interesting to see um see if um see if see if the Atlanta Falcons can handle the pressure of, uh, of being in the second round of, of the playoff let's see if Matt Ryan can handle the pressure of being in the second round of the playoff and and you know one thing we know about Atlanta um, you know Matt Ryan has thrown 13 touch he's thrown touchdowns to 13 different people on this team he will spread the ball around and um, you know that alone is a big plus you know when we look at his at him yesterday he he threw to he threw the ball to 12 different receivers yesterday you know that that's a lot and he doesn't he does not have favoritism when it comes to um, um throwing the ball and throwing it to receivers and we would think we would think that julio jones would have um well, it would have been his number one receiver yesterday, and he did have the most receptions six six receptions 70, um, six receptions sixty seven yards. But Antonio Freeman is just as valuable as a receiver as Julio Jones out of the backfield. Uh, but let's don't get it twisted. This guy Julio Jones is one of the best receivers in the in the league, and if he's not healthy, this team cannot win. It, it's 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 going to be very difficult. For Atlanta to win, if uh, if Julio Jones is is not in the fold, yep. So we're gonna um, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, guys. And when we get back, we got some callers calling. Hopefully, I think Toba Bain from the University of Miami, former player, he's gonna be giving us a call. We'll give it, we'll be right back with more sports info. Um.
3: This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, we're tapping into the autumn bite for bass, walleyes, catfish, and more. With J.P. DeRose from Breaking Boundaries, Steels Reel in the Outdoors with Joe Thomas, and Ronnie Green from A Fishing Story. We'll discuss how to pattern their movements, must-have tackle for the fall bite, and how the weather affects their feeding patterns. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're tuned in to Sports Info U.M. with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's Triple 346 9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show.
1: And welcome back to Sports Info Europe. Hey, guys, we got Toba Bain on the line, former University of Miami Hurricane, two time national champion at the University of Miami. Toba, what's happening? What's up, Ali? How's it going? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too, Tobe man. Loving life, man. Oh, and I got a little message I want to give you too. Um, I talked to Brett today, man. Brett Perriman, Yeah, and uh, he yeah, sounds good. I, in, I, I didn't.
4: Yeah, I've been in constant contact with him since the uh, accident, and um, he's in good spirits. He sounds well. He says he's getting better every, you know, every day. So that's, you know, the prayers have been answered.
1: Right, man. I'm telling you, prayers have been answered, and um, you know, I didn't talk to Brett about maybe two minutes because I didn't want, you know, I hadn't talked to him since his since his accident, since but um since his sickness, but um, I I didn't want to keep him on the phone too long. But his spirits were real good, man. It was so good that he recognized me, and um, and we talked for a few minutes, and you know, I sound real good. He sounded really good, man. Really good.
4: Yeah, I've i known him since we were what, ten, eleven years old and he's always been a fighter. He was smaller than most guys, but he was a he was gonna fight you to the death, so I know he's gonna fight this injury, this, you know, situation to the death, so I'm I'm not worried about that part about it.
1: I ain't either, Tobit, because uh, I, I met him when I was uh, I guess I was around nine, uh, twenty and he was eighteen, and um, here I am fifty-two years old and he ain't, I ain't never seen him without a smile on his face. And you're right, he he uh, fights you to the to the death. I'm telling you, you better watch them kind of guy like Brett Perryman. So now we ain't got to worry about him. I think Brett gonna <laughs> fight this <laughs> thing to the end, and he already doing it. You know what I'm saying, Brett? Let's get uh, yeah. to Tobert. Let's get a little bit into this uh, University of Miami recruiting, man. I know you down there look closer to the pulse of the hurricane than I am but uh, this kid Donison from uh, from Miami Central you know, is, is he a difference maker?
4: He's a difference maker. I've, I've been able to watch him up close because he went to all rival school Central so I've watched him the last three years. He, he's a hell of an athlete and I think that's what Miami's offensive line needs a few more athletic linemen. We wasn't as athletic as we've been in the past when we were doing all that winning. So he'll infuse that into the line and I think he'll play a lot if not start. But he's a hell of an athlete. He can run, pull, block, he has great feet, and he's big. Right. Uh he's
1: big. Yeah, he he, he he's big already. At, uh, at, at six, five and a half, three hundred and thirty five pounds. Yes. Yes, he's big. Yeah. Hey, and I told you, um, you know, when I when I look at these recruits and all I basically can go on is what I see on the Internet. And um, I, I see this kid out of Palm Beach, uh, Amari Carter. When you look at this kid on tape, I mean, he's a ball hawk. Uh, he plays wide receiver. But he's a, a real physical safety. I mean, have you seen any or heard anything about this kid?
4: No, I've only heard good reports about him and that he's paid also to play early and play a lot. So I'm excited waiting on him to get here. And, you know, I'm I'm excited about the recruits we're going to sign in and that early entry. And just one kid, you know, he's making me a little upset. And I think that Miami... We need to go back there. We're not begging nobody to come to Miami. You're going to be a hurricane, be a hurricane. He's torn between University of Miami and West Virginia. West Virginia? What's West Virginia. You going West Virginia when it's 13 below snow on the ground. It never gets that cold here. you got to be crazy to choose West Virginia over Miami. West Virginia only to have <laughs> a national championship. So I don't like that. I, I don't like that either.
1: Too. I don't like that. I'll never forget. There's well, nothing against Trailer Park, but we had to drive through a trailer park, about five miles through a trailer park to get to the stadium at West Virginia when we went there, man. There's nothing against Trailer Park, you know, but I'm just saying, what are you going to do in West Virginia? Your college experience should be an experience. You know, and I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a little torn by, by that, too, uh, Toba. But, hey, I tell you, yeah. man, we're getting another big-time linebacker out of Jacksonville. I saw this kid, um, uh, Bradley Jennings, from Sandalwood, 6'2", 218 pounds. I saw him play in high school in a playoff game against Oviedo. And um, this kid is a player, man. I mean, he is a ball hawk
4: for sure. Well, he, he- – he comes from good blood, a great bloodline. His daddy was a hell of a player when he played at Florida State. And um, he's coming to Miami, and I'm excited, to, you know, because we need depth. We have front-line guys, but we need some depth. And he'll play uh, – a bunch of these freshmen are going to play a lot. You know, Mark Rick is going to, you know, steady put his mark on the program. And um, he did a great job to me, you know, with with what's left to him, you know, he did a great job, and he's gonna build on it. You know, the only question now, you know, you was waiting on it, the hole in this one. But quarterback, if we get a quarterback that cannot, that just don't lose games will be pretty good because the front seven on the defense, all those kids come back, so we'll right. be in games. And and you know, Mar could get a little bit more back to his philosophy, but he had at George run the ball, shorten the game, play sale position until he gets.
1: His kid, in. I agree with you. And um, the kid from Ocala Vanguard, you know, I'm up here in northern Florida. All I hear is a lot of good things about this kid. Now, will he be able to come in and play right away? I, I'm not. I'm not so sure. You know, it's 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 really difficult. I think for a kid to come from high school and play right away. Um, that kid from Alabama did it, but he's a different kind of athlete. Yeah. The
4: thing is, what I I was wondering is. What happened? Why he wasn't an early entry? Because uh Casey Weldon's son, K, he he's, he's enrolled all, already, so he'll get the spring on That's another true freshman that's going to be in, so he won't get here to see the speed of the game because you know the speed of the game changed from high school to college. So yeah. you know, you know, he may be special. I hope he is. I, whoever the quarterback is. Just play good football, don't turn the ball over, and we're going to have a chance to beat anybody we line up against. I agree.
1: I agree. Hey, Toby, we got a couple of callers behind you, man. I don't want to keep you up too long. I know you got things to do. But, hey, man, I really appreciate you calling us and giving us a, a
4: UM update, man. No, any time, man, any time. But we have, he's signing some great kids, some, you know, game-changing kids. So, I think in year three, if we get a couple bounces the right way this year, we can get to the playoff. But uh, by year three, I think we definitely will be in the chase.
1: One more question for you, Go Tober. Would a kid, Walden he he staying? He has another year.
4: He'll be a junior. He'll be a
1: junior, I'm, 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 He'll be a junior yeah, coming up. He'll be a junior coming up. So he yeah, so he has another year. Yes. Yeah. Okay, all right. so we kind of solid in the backfield still. You know, him and Gus should be all right. And um, I know the kid, um, the, uh, the kid that ended up leaving the running back. Um, can't Yerby. think his name, Yerby. Yeah. Um, I, I, I can understand his reasoning for leaving. I don't think it was going to make much of a difference him staying another year, and um, or him leaving this year. He'll probably end up getting drafted somewhere in the NFL. Right. I I
4: don't know the inside of what happened, but it seemed to me like, you know, he fell out of favor and he started playing Gus a little more. So I don't know what, you know, what happened because I wasn't inside, wasn't privy of the information. But I like you say I can understand him, but it just sometimes we all have to move on. We don't want to move on. You have to move on. You have to move on. (laughs) Yep.
1: Hey well, Toba man, we ain't moving on because we want to. We're moving on because we have to. <laughs> Much love, my brother. And we'll be hollering at you on the other side for sure. All
4: right. Thanks again, Ollie, for having me. Y'all hey. enjoying uh the night. You too. Thanks again, Toba.
1: Hey, uh Matt, we got um we got we got Stevie on the line. Stevie, what's happening? What's up? Man, I Man, hey, what's I apologize me? for having you on having on so long, holding on so long, but hey, uh um, some things, good things that we're waiting for, you know what I mean?
5: Yeah, man, yeah, man. I'm excited about this upcoming
1: week, man. I think we're going to see some great football. We oh. some great games yesterday. Let me ask you a question, Stevie. You know, we were talking a little bit about this, but do the Falcons have a chance?
5: Oh, yeah, they do.
1: The Falcons they got do. a they, shot.
5: I, I see them with a pass rush, and they got a run game. They got a run, run game, game, and
1: they got a pass. I, I, I would agree with you. And they got you a quarterback know? that spreads the ball all over the field. He passes it to everybody. So oh, I, I I would agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
5: Aaron er, Rodgers been doing his thing. You know, he's been he's he's been deadly. Um, but Matt Ryan, he's deadly too, and he got Julio Jones, who I think that foot injury is going to be. You know, he gonna go with that. You know, you talking about Super Bowl now.
1: Man, you know they're gonna give him some of them give him a shot of that horse vitamin, he'll be all right. He <laughs> yeah, won't feel he won't nothing from there. his thigh all the way down to his toe. You know what I mean? Yeah. He'll be all right. Yeah, some
5: yeah. boys, boys gonna be jacked up in Atlanta for this game, I believe. So, you know, you can't you can't ever count uh, Aaron Rodgers out. But I think I think um Atlanta got a lot of firepower. Got a lot of firepower. And you know, and I haven't even thought about their matchup or their linebackers against um, against the the Green Bay linebackers matching up against uh, Atlanta's running backs in the passing game, you know, because that boy looked, uh, uh, Freeman. Yeah, man, he's he's
1: he's a he's a difference maker, man. And and he's an awesome receiver out of the backfield. Yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely a difference maker. Now, so you, so you saying that Atlanta Falcons go take this one, and on the other side. Pittsburgh Steelers and the New England Patriots. If I had to put my money on any team, I wouldn't bet against the New England Patriots. I'm pulling
5: for um, Pittsburgh. Um, that's who I hope will, will take this one because I, I can... But if I had to put my money, I'm saying Atlanta, New England, and
1: the Super Bowl. Well, I, I, it's hard to go with, Pittsburgh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers when this team scored in every quarter yesterday but did not score a touchdown in any quarters. Yeah. You know, you just you, you can't beat there's no way you could beat the Patriots scoring field goals. You'd have to score i mean, you you'd really have to score at least four field goals per quarter to beat the to beat the um the New England Patriots kicking field goals and I just don't see it happening. Well I say this. Uh Pittsburgh must played some pretty good defense yesterday. Yes they,
5: they did. Bring that- and, and they ran that same defense and that same intensity. They got a chance. I watched the uh, New England uh, Patriots game, um, and I don't think they protected Brady that well during the game. I,
1: I don't think they did either. I, mm-hmm. I, they they did not protect him well at all um, mm-hmm. during that game. Because the boys <laughs> got up on the Brady's Brady
5: skin skin, they kind of roughed him up a little bit. And I know the Pittsburgh still is going to be
1: coming for him. Oh yeah, and this guy this guy James Harrison like 30 30 39 years old or something like that, man. And still still playing like playing like this is like he's a rookie, man. I mean, 14-year veteran. Come on, yeah. man. Yeah, so, you know, he he plays jacked up every week. But I really think Pittsburgh is playing some good defense um, you know, just like we said they only scored 18 points uh yesterday their opponents only scored 16 points yesterday. I don't know if they can hold Brady um, and his offensive weapons to that low, low scoring game, but uh, I think they can play an, enough defense to to keep this game close. And with the, with the with Davion Bell, uh, 30 rushes, 170 yards yesterday. Wow, that's a lot of ball control. That's a lot of game con- uh, clock control too.
4: Yeah, but
5: I, I think. Um I think uh, New England's front seven is a, is a lot better than the uh, Chiefs' front seven. I don't see him running for 170 yards against the um, against that front seven of New England. They got
1: some, they got some run stoppers in there. <laughs> they do. So, so uh, will he run for a, will he run for 100? Um, I think he will
5: run for 100, but I don't think he'll run for the 170. And uh, the New England Patriots scoring like they've been scoring he's going to have to run for a lot. He's going to have to, to, have to really impact the game. And when I say uh, impact the game, he's going to have to impact the game with with uh, points on the board. He's going to have to go get six. Okay. These boys on, on, on Sunday.
1: And, 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 and do you think the New England Patriots can shut out Antonio Brown? Can they keep him out of the end zone? No.
5: no. I do not think so. Okay.
1: I think he's going. He's, I think he's going. He's going to score him. Right. Now let me ask know. one more thing before I let you go. Um, you know, uh, Antonio Brown just had. He took a video during the locker room after the victory over the mm-hmm. weekend, and uh, mm-hmm. in that video, uh, he actually did a lot of videos, all one continuous video of the guys taking off their pads and talking and and just celebrating in the locker room. And then the coach has his speech. And the coach says uh, he, he called the New England Patriots uh, assholes. You know what I mean? So I'm saying, do you think karma is going to catch up with Antonio Brown for this? Or do you think that he should have just kind of, you know, some things should be left in the locker room. I mean, some of the conversations we have in the locker room, uh, locker room rhetoric is what some people call it. It should, it should stay in the locker room. It should never leave the locker room. Well, he's put this out on social media, and it's on every internet site you could find, and mm-hmm. um, I just don't think this is a good look for uh, for Antonio Brown and the new and the Pittsburgh Steelers. No, it's, it's not because you never want to give your
5: opponent ammunition, especially on this level of football. Right. You know what I'm saying? You never want to give your opponent uh, ammunition to use against me, which this will be used against them. But you know what? Performance sets can set up a lot of miles. That's for
1: sure.
5: So, he go out there and
1: do his job. Then yeah. hey, yeah, I, I, that's what I'm saying. You know, um, uh, how how that thing say uh, something something talk and would walk. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying, man. Hey, yeah. He he got to get out there and, and walk that aisle. That's what he got to do, man. You know, yeah. if, if if he get out there and do 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 what he's done the entire season, hey, you're right. Um, he can cut, he can shut up all of the critics. All of
5: them.
1: Yeah, because yeah, you yep. know my boy last week didn't do it.
5: Um, my boy, excuse yeah, me, my boy from, um from New
1: York. Ah, uh, Odell <laughs> Beckham. Yeah, Beckham. on the boat ride On a boat ride in my town, in Miami, Florida. You know what I mean? Yeah. Him and yeah. his boy. And him and his boys dropped touchdown passes too. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So hey, I hope that doesn't come and, you know, and, and affect Antonio Brown like it did Odell Beckham because you know, I'm going to tell you right now, today's Monday, and everybody's going to be talking about this Antonio Brown video on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. They're going to talk about this entire week. So it's going to be a topic of conversation. Now I just hope that it doesn't get in his head, and I hope it doesn't get in his teammates' head and affect, affect them the way they play but in this game.
5: Help? I remember some great teams that used to talk a lot of trash. <laughs> okay, and but they back that trash up, um, and I appreciate that. I have nothing against talking trash. You know, you're a professional, or you feel like you can do it, say it if you choose to, but make certain when you step between them lines that you're ready for business.
1: That's what I'm talking about.
5: That's what you know, I'm talking I,
1: about. You know, it this all—all
5: all that I do is spice
1: up the game a little bit. You can't—you can't take the heat. You know, stay out of the kitchen. Out of kitchen. <laughs> Hey, Steve, we got a rubber. man. We got another call on the line. I hope he's still on the line holding on for us. Hey, don't be a stranger, man. We're here every Monday night from 8 to 9 o'clock. Give us a call on Sports Info, UM Radio Show. Man, love you so. Love you too, brother. Peace. Hey, Matt, we got we got Vince on the line? Does yeah, Vince you still I to ain't
3: you? going nowhere, Matt. <laughs> yeah, I read really hey, hey, really <laughs> it all.
1: You you really you really you you using the man that opened up the show on the Sports Info U M show, and this week we let you close the show on the Sports Info U M radio show. Now, Vince, what's happening in the NFL playoff? Do the Atlanta Falcons have a chance of making it to the Super Bowl? Can Aaron Rodgers do the darn thing and take his team back to the Super Bowl? Will we see Ben Roethlisberger and um, LeDavion Bell? Dominate the New England Patriots, or will Tom Brady put the New England Patriots on his back and take them back to the Super Bowl? No, 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 no. It it, it ain't gonna go like that. The Dirty Bird
3: bite though. <laughs> so we will see the Dirty Bird show down there in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. The Dirty Bird gonna come out and let you know that's uh, what it's supposed to be like years ago. Cause they they always kept a good team. They just, they never played together and now they don't finally got it together. You know what I mean? So I expect Atlanta to win that game. But when it comes down to Brady and Belichick and Patriots and, 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 um, Pittsburgh, Steelers, it's the greatest game ever in football because you got two numbers, uh, two world quarterbacks. Number one, number two, both of them is the hardest rock and you're going to ever find behind the corner of the rock. And then the one thing about it, they got a lot of pride and joy going with it. But it ain't like the cowboys. You got to rookie, it, and you got to tell them how to get up and get ready to go. They ready to go. I see. They're flying off yeah. the ball. They you don't need no help to tell. Tell, tell uh, Rosenberg. What are they? Rosenberg. Rosenberg. That's him. Ben Rosenberg. Tell them. Tell them. Tell them. Hey. I got one toe. Got one feet. These said, come on. Let's go in. Let's go play football. That's why I like about him Go. He don't complain, he plays.
1: Thing he'll he'll play with, with a broke back, broke leg, what, shoulder, dislocated finger, dislocated elbow. He played with now, an elbow. You got to wonder it's, what this it, dude going to look like when he when he get in his 50s, man. How is he going to be walking it, when he gets in? The greatest part of the
3: NFL program is the one they try to the bash and he are the man. Whoever you call him, they call him everything but Tom Brady. He's the best ever did it. And he let them know that, hey, no matter what piece of that rock or that corner you want me to hide in, I'm coming out of it. It's and when I come, it, I come out, I'm coming out of it, I ain't never seen a team play football like it doing their preaching. And I'm going to tell you something. Coach Coach um, Johnny, from, from work with um, one of your ex-level, better Blay, he mm-hmm. worked together. And he pulled me to the side one day. He asked me, he said, do you want to see a machine? It was six years ago. And I'm talking about what he told me that. I couldn't understand what he was trying to tell me. He said, you ever want to see a coach in football? Valetate. This man don't have no great players. He don't have no superstar. He ain't got one superstar, That's Tom Brady. And the rest of you are going to come in and gonna do your job. You're going to get paid. When you think you're to for his money, or whatever, 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 however you look at it, the end of the day, you're going to play football. And he, like when they left Lost West Walker, you ain't think they'll find him. You feel what I mean? You're Come right. on, man.
5: The, the man, right. to,
3: man, he take nothing for nothing. He ain't mm-hmm. remember the boy from Fort from my hometown. The corner bike from Boyd Allison. Um, what is his name? The corner, when they got rid of him. And, and they think they're going to find a more corner by then he got tired all of them. Man, the man is the greatest player in coach ever, man. Now, they might as well give it up, call the Hall of Fame, tell them to get their suits ready, and, and that's what it going to be like. But anyway, today was a great Martin Luther King Day. Well, I know you're finna close out your show, and I want to tell you, tell the world, have a Martin Luther King Day, and uh, thank the Lord for blessing all of us to be here for Martin Luther King fight for us and the Center for Our Rights, and everybody in the world. I know I'm on the radio show, and I would like for y'all to hear this that we got a new president. We just got to go with the flow, stay focused, stay positive, and hope he can get back on track with us and stay positive and do the same thing when we ask him to become the president of the United States and stop bashing people and helping people, stop taking the same way and respect what we got and appreciate it. Because one thing about America, America has always happened always been good. It ain't back in the old days. We don't have no slave market no more. We ain't got to fight no more. All we got to do is respect each other and respect our allies and let people live. And thank God because too many young people leaving here early. But anyway, God bless you, Mr. Oliver, for having me on your show. I would love to come back next week and talk a little more about standing up with the with the Cowboys, because I know it's another year for them, and they will come back, but what people don't realize, um, I call them who that, y'all call them exactly, and, and, and Mr. Elliott, they got 15 more great years left for football. I
1: hear you, Vince. And they just I hear you. Working. Yeah, hey, Vince, we gotta get out of here, man. It's 9 o'clock, and when the clock said 9, we gotta run, man. Hey, Vince, it's oh, thank hey, you for buddy. calling Sports Info, your radio show, and I agree with Vince. Happy Martin Luther King birthday to everybody. Happy Martin Luther King Day to everybody. Hey, guys, God bless you all. And we'll see you next week with more sports information.
0: Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more sports info. U.M. We'll see you then.